0: Hello and welcome to All Things HR, a podcast series about, you guessed it, All Things HR. My name is Barry Hughes and I'm the presenter of All Things HR. In today's episode, I am talking about the insightful area of values and organizational core values. What do they mean? Why are they important? And why should an organization and why should you care about embedding values into an organization? So we're going to take the next 30 minutes to talk about that. And I'm joined by a special guest, Nikki McGogan, who is a business leader with her own company called Propel Together. she's going to give us her insights into her, from her recent blog on the importance of values. But I just, I suppose, let's let's let me share a story with you. So you know, as you all know, and I can I can hear the eye rolling already. I'm working in HR for 15 years, so this is an area that I'm feel reasonably comfortable in. I'm always learning. Uh, the workforce is changing all the time, so. Different perspectives are are coming at me all you know regularly now about what values should mean, how they should be embedded into an organization, how they're embedded into teams. And I suppose the 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 pandemic of COVID nineteen has really turned that kind of culture of value piece on its head. How are we keeping people connected? And so there's lots going on, so nothing ever stays the same, which is good because we're always learning. But I remember a particular organization I was brought into, it's probably over five, six years ago. It's an outsourcing provider and they wanted to, um, I was their new uh, head of HR for the organization. Um, their previous one or two uh, heads of HR had mysteriously disappeared um, and um, I was brought on board. I was quite young at the time, a little bit green around the years as well. And I remember the CEO coming in saying, Right, what I want from you, Barry, is I need a handbook that's uh, local, global, and also I want us talking about our values. I want them embedded in all of our locations, all of our kind of written material. I want them up on the walls. And I said, OK, that's 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 easy enough. The, the organisation had a number of, of values. I'd worked um, with, t- took those values with the senior management team to kind of really you know distill down what do they mean how do we use them as a management team to to make decisions or acquire new companies and there was great conversations in that senior management team you know we we documented it we got got them our marketing team to design up some beautiful logos and you know as promised i distilled them into or embedded them into our our handbook they're embedded into posters sent around to all different locations around the globe and they looked phenomenal absolutely beautiful pieces of of writing and artwork and I said to myself well that's that job done now I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely chuffed with myself and as then I began a kind of a listening tour getting out into our different locations meeting our different people I, I says you know what do you think of our and at the time there were nine values I says, what do you think of our core nine values and there was kind of these blank faces would stare at me and uh, they're like, no, no, no. We we haven't seen anything about these values, Barry. We don't know what you're talking about. So I was I was kind of becoming a little alarmed because I was like, well, geez, I've spent an awful lot a lot of time on on preparing these. We've as a management team, we're using them in, on a daily basis to help us make decisions. But clearly, the workforce, you know, they 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 were you know seeing them up on the wall, but not really. They weren't connecting with them. So what I decided to do next was to write a a kind of weekly blog. Uh, which would go, which went out to all of the, the all the different locations on the importance of our values and what they mean to me. I shared it with our marketing team, and um, they took it away, stripped it back, and it, it when it was sent back to me, or indeed when it was sent out, it looked nothing, nothing like what I, I had originally typed up. It kind of turned into one of these kind of grey management um kind of topic so it, it went out and there was there wasn't huge engagement as you anticipate you know or as you can kind of guess the emails were I'm sure, opened up but people were like oh i'll read that later or you know i might delete that or whatever it goes into the kind of into the barry folder and it wasn't read or, or, or looked at so after a couple of weeks what i decided to do was to say to the marketing team look i want to send out an email to the organization i want it to be personal I wanted to feel like it is coming from me. Um so I I want that's just, you know, watch out for grammar and spelling and all that stuff, but I wanted to leave it as is. Um and there was, you know, slight alarm by that request and we did it. I sent it out on the Friday and it, the response was huge um uh, because what I had put in the the subject matter was your baby is ugly and that got the attention of individuals um to open the email firstly. Um and but it within but in joking aside, within that email then there was um a real discussion about our values and why they were important to me. So I took one um every two weeks and I talked about why they're important to, to myself and why they're important to the organization. And, and and with that I shared personal stories. I was vulnerable. Um, and, and, and and that Connected them with individuals, and then from that then um, I spoke with the management team. we got together, and it really shone shown a light on the the um, shined a light on the the issue, which was to sh- show managers it 's not just enough to have values up on the wall it 's not enough to have them in a document in a handbook which people sign and you know they put away in a drawer again or it sits on a intranet site. It's about living them and and making people understand why they're important to the organization, why they're important to you. Why did you join this organization? Was it because of some of these values? Um, And so that's important. And when you start to do that as a manager or a HR practitioner or as a business leader, people then begin to sit up and listen to you and understand then what you're about. I think that's very, very important. And that's that can often get lost in small or large organisations where they're just sitting up on a wall and you kind of, well, let's just get on with it now and let's get our job done. So what I would encourage people to do, business leaders and HR practitioners, is look at those values. What are they saying? Um, do they resonate with you? And and then think about how to bring those values to life in your day to day interactions and one to ones in, one-to-ones, in um, potentially in your performance reviews, in your team meetings or quarterly kickoffs or annual kickoffs, however they work. And that was something very important to me. I learned a big lesson from that, you know, eight or so years ago. So anytime I start in a new job and I, and I have a team working for me, I do a reset, um, you know, I, I do an introduction on myself, I do kind of a life story. I show people what I'm about, what my values are as a human being, where they connect with the organization, where there's that interest and connection. Um, so then the individual can understand, OK, right, these values are, are important and this is why Barry finds them important. And this is why he's joined uh, this organization. So I think that's important. Um, and then you get it. And, and, and when you create that safe space, you're then going to create a dialogue with your people to, to, to hear about their values. Why did they join this organization? What values stick out to them? What, what you know? do they resonate with their particular values? And that's then where it becomes an interesting conversation. And then you get to know your people. And that helps them with career conversations. It helps with difficult conversations and you know so on so that's why it's important values are not just something that sit up on a wall and they they they're more than just that and then it comes to then the piece as well around dealing with your clients so you know over over my 15 or so years probably the last 8 or so years now of that those 15 years values have become immensely important for uh, the kind of the new wave of workforce that's coming through um because they they live their values, they bring them into the office, they bring them in when they're interacting with their, their clients and potential customers. And if there's an uncomfortableness um, or they feel like, why is, why is this organization doing business with this, you know, organization, our values don't match. That's, that's going to create a, a potential problem of onboarding a client. And, um, um, you know, it may become an issue. I've been in workplaces where um. You know, employees have brought petitions to myself and to senior leaders saying, we won't, uh, we don't want this client. We don't think they they live up to their values. And that's a really important conversation. How do you manage that? How does it, how, how do you? You know, it's important that you have to make money as an organization, but you also need to have an engaged workforce. So it's trying to balance that. Um, So, you know, in the past, I would have created um, kind of a special task force around that. So made up of some business leaders. I was involved in it as kind of the the kind of, I suppose, the people face of things. So and you have a discussion, why are we doing this? Why why are we deciding to onboard this kind when clearly they may not be aligned fully with our values? And then how do we want to communicate that out to the organization? So important conversations that need to take place. So that's why it's 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 important values um you know that they're they're discussed as as a a living breathing thing within an organization because they help shape the culture of your team, your organization and they help with your brand. And it comes back to that piece again, uh, the very first episode of season one of, of All Things HR, which is thinking about your brand. How are you attracting talent into your organization? And when you think about talent, you think about as well customers. How are we attracting the them to our brand? And values are, are they're important to us because they they're they're they help us guide us on our on our way through life. You know, they're they're not just you know something you say when you're asked in an interview. What are your values? Um, you, you, they're more than just that. Um, they help you make big decisions in your life, and indeed, little decisions. You know why? Why am I leaving this job? Why? Why am I taking this job? Why am I buying this house? Why have I chosen this partner in my life? And, you know, so on. So, it's it's important to to understand your values and often people can go through life with kind of very superficial kind of thing. Oh, my values are trust or friendship or whatever. And they're all very big words and, and, and they could be um, those person's values, but it's to scratch away at the surface and to understand, well, why are they important to me? So why is friendship important to me? Why is honesty important to me? And trying to distill them and, and put kind of, you know, language and kind of build up a story and, and why they're important. And on that subject of, of a story, it's trying to understand your own values, but then to be able to communicate them to somebody else. So if you're in a job interview, why is this value? Why are your values important to you? Uh, and indeed, when you're talking to your friends or family, trying to share um, your values. And I always find the best way to do that is to tell a story, a truthful story, obviously, but to tell a story, a personal story as to why These values are important to you because then somebody can connect with them, they can understand them and then they can talk back. And again, it's about creating that trust, that dialogue between somebody and the other individual. So today I'm joined by Nikki McGugan, who is the managing director of her own company called Propel Together. Nikki is somebody who's been working in, in this space for the last 20 years, so she's experience of finance, payroll, health and safety, HR and general management. And she's now currently advising organisations, going into organisations to help them with, with values, with setting up processes and systems and, gen, and doing general coaching with um, management across many different types of organisations. So... You're going to hear an interview that Nikki and I uh, had via Zoom uh, recently. Uh, I do apologise. There is a little bit of uh, crackling in the sound uh, throughout the interview, so I do apologise, but it is well worth the listen to uh, the conversation between Nikki and I. We're here today to talk about values. And yeah. you've, you recently pu- uh, published a, an article on, um, I suppose, organisational values and why they're important. And I suppose yeah. for people listening in, maybe this is their first time maybe hearing about values. So I suppose maybe Nikki, tell us what are values and why are they important?
1: So your values really are your beliefs or your, the principles that guide you um, about what is right or what is wrong and help you make decisions. And uh, they're, they're your core beliefs, really. So there can be a wide variety of them. And I think sometimes people can find it quite hard to name them. So there's yeah. a list. You know that if you look up values, you'll find a list of five hundred or more more words. But I think that's what people struggle with is actually knowing what their values are. Like obviously, you know, because it is there is something guiding you when you're making your decisions, but it's actually putting a name to it.
0: Yeah, it's true. And 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 Nikki, I know, like you and I, we've been discovering, you know, kind of different tips and tricks. Uh, um, Is there any kind of particular one that you would, you, you know, if a friend was to come to you or a client? and they would ask you, look, how do I go about discovering what my values are? Any kind of, what, what methods do you use?
1: Yeah. Um, I think I use more or less along the lines of the one we did in our coaching course as well. So it's just about sitting down with a pen and paper and just maybe writing out sentences of things that you feel are important or when you're going to make a decision, you know, what is it that makes you decide what's right or wrong? What do you feel comfortable with? You know, Or even looking at your, like over a week, just observing like again non-judgmentally none of it's you know who's to say I'm right and you're wrong so it, yeah. it is to be do that in a non-judgmental way but it's looking at your week and maybe seeing the things that irk you a little bit and trying yeah. to figure out well what is it about that situation that irks me yeah you know and oftentimes there's a girl I'm coaching and oftentimes it's because you're going against your values it's yeah. things you hold dear That's what yeah. like you feel somebody else is threatening them And that's what, so it's just about observing that and like just writing it down. I think journaling is great for that. And then maybe looking at that list, and right? What is it about that situation that, uh, you know, that made you feel uncomfortable or made you angry, you know? And then trying to work through with with them that way. And likewise, what makes you happy? Like what do you feel What when you're doing something and it works out really well for you or you feel happy about it? What was it about that situation? So I think it's really about being asked the questions I can yeah. help you clarify them and then even i think when somebody says they're a value they have a value so say it's responsibility yeah. and then asking them to observe themselves are they living that value
0: yeah. yeah
1: and if not why not
0: yeah i think that's a that's a great that's a great example there because you know you know i've had the great pleasure of managing large and small teams and yeah. you, you're, you're often coaching people through it and some people might say well oh, my value is is honesty and you might challenge them on that a little bit and and then you actually discover maybe it's actually not uh honesty you know yeah. and it's, it's so it's trying to it's supposed to challenge people to understand to kind of dig a bit into that word that they're using you know around um as you say, honesty and stuff like that. It could actually be something completely yeah. different, you know? So it's, it's an interesting exercise to do with somebody.
1: It is as well. I think even when you look at it, like we all tend to, t- to veer towards honesty, integrity, and trust. And yeah, it's not ones. that they're not your values, but generally, especially when you're looking at from a company point of view, they're the ones you tend to see. And yeah. it's really, as you say, it's about looking at those and saying, well, actually, is that how we do business, you know? Yeah. Or personally as well, is that how I deal with other people?
0: Yeah 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 Yeah. and and like so Nikki I'm not looking for you to tell me your values but like you've you've gone on a journey yourself to discover your own values and um and and do you feel like you're living them when you're approaching your own life or or your clients as well?
1: Yeah no I think I've no problem sharing them like trust would be a huge one for me it always has been and uh I suppose I like you know if I'm going to trust somebody I I need to feel I'm getting that back it's not that I you know, my, I have anything uh, really secretive to tell or anything like that, but yeah. one that I hold dear anyway, definitely, yeah. and respect. Yeah. And respect is huge both ways. Yeah. Um, I think others, you sort of, as you get older, I suppose sense of peace is a huge one to me now, whereas yeah. if when I was in my 20s or 30s, it wouldn't have been as important. Yeah. Um, and one I find that I try to live by, and I think you can struggle depending on the situation, is being non-judgmental. Yeah. You know, I would like to think that that's a value. Uh, yeah. I am definitely open-minded, non-judgmental. It depends if I'm dealing with somebody that I might be in conflict with, yeah. Am I living live that value. So I think sometimes some of them are an ongoing journey. Yeah. You, you, you know, I want to make sure I'm like that, but am I every day? I'm not so sure. Yeah. And there's certain ones I won't cross the line. Yeah. Like transparency would be another one for me. Like what you see is what you get. And I can deal with anything once I know the truth.
0: Yeah. I, I lo- I like something you just said there a moment ago is that piece of like as you as you're as you're kind of growing on on in your journey in life, some of our values do change and we become more settled yeah. in who we are as an individual. Um, You know, we might start families or we go into a different role in our in, in an organization and we discover something about ourselves and we become a bit more content or happier or. Um, whatever it is but it's it's such a true thing as well they're not um our values aren't static you know there's something that's constantly evolving and changing like ourselves
1: exactly and i think it's all right as well to go back you know you know for me trust i would never cross that line you know the respect or the transparency but as i say some of them you might bear close to it but i think you have to have set ones that you won't because once you cross the line you can't go back do you know but the other ones, yeah, definitely growing and non judgmental. As I say, I don't think I live that to the full. I'd be lying, yeah. I think, if I said I did. Yeah. But it's one I aspire to be better in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, um, that's it. Some of these these values like I have my own as well. And you're kind of working towards them. You really want to be a ten out of ten on them. But you know, some sometimes yeah. it might be a five or a four and you're 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 working hard towards it to be a ten. Um you, you mentioned there just about I suppose some some values being core values. And I'm just thinking about values in the yeah. sense of when, when an individual is going for an interview in an organization and yeah. let's say, for example, let's use your one there, you know, trust is a big uh, important value to you and you might go for a job interview and wherever and you discover, okay, well, trust, for example, isn't very high on, on that manager's list of, of values or or the organization isn't very high. Um, and that's sometimes I can see that in the past where, an individual's values don't align with an organization's values and they're not fully fulfilled in an organization so i think it's again it shows us why it's important for a person to discover their values try and put names on them and so they can help them with the interview process when it goes when they're going for that job you know so they're they're not they're making sure that they're aligned that they're they're going to they're going to enjoy their time working there you know
1: exactly exactly and i think sometimes you know people are you know for various reasons know really need a job so sometimes in the interview i might say to you yeah barry i 100 percent live that value yeah and then once i start the work there you know you can't keep that up but i think if you're clear from the start from an organizational point of view when you're trying to bring it up with the person it's not a huge surprise they're aware of what's expected of them and i think that's an easier conversation to have as you as as you and i know from dealing with the people in the HR if they don't know what's expected of them where like where do you start and then yeah. it's, ha- it's trying to have that honest conversation with them
0: yeah yeah it's, it's so true so true and I think that, that kind of brings us on to the next question which is kind of around looking at a, a company's or, or slash organizational's values and I know your recent article you've you've um, you've spoken to somebody from Microsoft and from Deloitte about you know values and the importance of it like from from those conversations um you know how have have those organizations gone about looking at values and are they important to them
1: yeah and i think you know i was really interested because in multi-large multinationals like how do you instill those like worldwide and make sure that everybody's doing the same thing and i was delighted actually with the responses from both because it really showed how they value them from day one it's embedded in everything they do at induction um you know and the, from the training point of view and they also have uh people speaking to managers and asking them how they live their values which i think is hugely important yeah and uh i think as well it shows you know they talk about what does good and bad look like so being able to tell people like this is where we made a mistake i think it's about being vulnerable as well mm. and allowing people to say right okay if you have made a mistake it's about fixing it you know because um people aren't sometimes sure that maybe they have crossed the line or they haven't lived the organization value mm. but it's a conversation that is ongoing I think in any business we're very um, obviously we're always looking at our processes our business processes our strategies and always re- evaluating them and reviewing them and seeing making any changes and we don't do that with values you know and uh, it should be part of the overall business process which a lot of these larger companies are doing, which is great. And it's about having the conversations. And, you know, if a manager, because I was saying, well, you know, if you have, you know, just because at the senior management level, they have their values. Like, what about the middle management then? who maybe aren't necessarily. But they said, no, everything is dealt with. It's about having those open conversations. So I think it is It's just on those ongoing conversations and maybe in your business deal and showing them like, this is where we, you know, lived by our values. This is where we had to, you know question ourselves and make sure because it's not just about your employees it's all your stakeholders your customers your suppliers yeah. you know how do how are you looked at as a, as a company by people out there and your community as well so
0: yeah yeah and i think those those like it's all important but particularly those last two that a business where they're engaging with a customer or a client uh, or indeed a community that they're operating in um, there's been this change in the workforce I've noticed over the last few years where there's a, you know, uh, I say this with sometimes a little jealousy, there's a younger workforce coming through now and um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they view work very differently. They see it as, um, you know, a kind of a, a mix of being a kind of... Um, yeah, doing their job, but they also want to bring their own values, their identity into work. So, if they're working on a yeah. cause, um, whatever it is, and they're, they're which they could be very passionate about, they want the organization to pay attention to it. But I suppose an organization is trying to balance making money and trying to make yeah. sure it's, it's, it's yeah. impacting having a good impact with its customers and its employees as well. So, it's a fine line at the moment, I think, trying to get those right.
1: There is, it is, and it's definitely even in challenging times like COVID. Obviously, yeah, there's yeah. been huge disruption to organisations, and they really had to stand back and look at, you know, what they're doing, and you know, um, times when tough decisions need to be made and making sure again they're living by the value So, and I, I think if employees and customers can see that, they know they're trying their best, you yeah. know, and yeah. it uh, just makes for better relationships. But I think the challenge is for a lot of smaller companies who don't have. resource of the human resource person uh, or human uh, resource manager and i think it's very hard for them you know to to be articulate their values and even when you look at like we all see job descriptions and generally people are copying and pasting from other ones and not really spending the time looking at them and saying well is that relatable to where we are at at this moment in time you know so i think that can be a challenge as well so at the very beginning that they're able to articulate this is what we expect from people these
0: are our values and going from there. So I think it is a challenge for people too. Yeah. yeah that's an interesting one. Like Nikki, with your experience, um, when when a, when a customer comes to you and they're saying, well, look, we're trying to do a job description or we're actually trying to do an exercise on values. Like, how do you, like, is that something where you've got to work with the CEO and the management team to kind of pull apart their values and try and understand them a bit? Cause they might mm-hmm. say, well, they actually don't know how to articulate them. So themselves again is it coming back to that kind of simple exercise of blank piece of paper trying to think what does the organization stand for is that where you start with those kind of things
1: yeah and I think as well like your SWOT analysis as well like looking okay. you know if you're looking at somebody's SWOT analysis you can pick up things in there as well you know yeah. of uh, so it's having that person I suppose being able to look at it with you who yeah. can just pick out bits and pieces and they go is that really important to you
0: yeah. And,
1: um, you know, and saying, well, that's actually a value of yours, then if that's what you're saying, or if, if their central teams going through it, you know, if people are looking at their employees as their greatest strength and, you know, things that they find important. So I suppose that can help you ask questions as well, because you're trying to delve deeper into what they're saying, are their threats, are their weaknesses, their strengths, and uh, picking b- bits out of that can help you then ask the questions that in turn can help them. Because I find as well, like with some companies, it's a very uncomfortable conversation. They don't want to have it because I suppose it is quite close to the bone.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's true because as organizations, you know, uh, particularly maybe, particularly where you have a founder involved um, and things, you know, from a very small team grows to a very large team, a large SME. um, And and as you bring on different people, those values of the original core company are, are going to evolve and change as you go on so it can be a difficult exercise to to do and and uncomfortable but it's an important one to do
1: yeah exactly and i think again it's about like leaning into your vulnerability i suppose i sound like brene brown here she's always talking about uh, your vulnerability but i think it's hugely important because you know it isn't like for some reason people don't want to say their values you know because maybe it's not talked about enough or it is something it's just too personal yeah. you know and they don't want to show that show that you know so yeah i think it is difficult for people so i think if they can do something like maybe from you know um what we're talking about today they maybe they can do it themselves and and speak to somebody that they trust themselves who's going to give them the the true answer so it's yeah. like me speaking to a really close confidant and saying am i living that value yeah. so not everybody has to hear the conversation yeah. so do it with somebody that you trust yourself and then you can bring it into your company you know yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great, it's a great thing because I think it's important to, you need to trust that person you're having that conversation with, that they'll, that they'll keep the conversation safe, but also that they'll be honest to you, that they'll crush you uh, and to make you feel a little uncomfortable, but in a good way. Exactly.
1: You know, and, you know, sometimes I think people as well, like they, they like to maybe get other people to make the decisions because they don't want to cross the line. But they're mm. happy for somebody else to do it as well. So, you know, it is mm. it is difficult and it's not easy to live by them every day. I don't think anyway. So yeah. um, I think, again, sometimes we have to give ourselves. It's about the growth out of it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Learning the lessons and moving on.
0: That's it. It really is. And, and like, uh, as you say, we, we, you, you try and live them all, all day, every day, but there are different, different conversations, different things, different mood. Um, so you, and you're, work, you're working with different people who have different values. So it's trying to make sure you, you hold your values close to you, but also not uh, imposing them on others as well.
1: Exactly. And I think like, you know, we've obviously covered emotional intelligence as well. every day we're not all gonna be the same. Some days I've had a bad day and yeah. somebody says something and I might give a shorter answer than I would the next day or I'm not. Yeah. I'm not maybe giving them the respect they deserve. Yeah. But again, it's about fixing that and maybe going back and saying, God, look Barry, I'm really sorry yeah you know can we can we talk about
0: it again you know it's fixing it you know it's not just leaving it yeah it's kind of leaning in as you're saying being vulnerable with yourself saying like yeah that wasn't the best conversation i had yesterday or whatever and going back to that person saying look hey i had a bad day yesterday but let's let's try it again let's have that conversation again so you're dead right exactly So my thanks again to Nikki McGugan, who is uh, the Managing Director of Propel Together for joining us today in All Things HR to talk about why organizational values and personal values matter in an organization. If you wanna get in touch with Nikki, I'll have her link to her website and also to her recent blog on organizational values. So that's the end of this episode. I thank you for listening in. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about the subject of values. And I think the the big takeaway for people is make sure that values are not something that sit on a wall but they're a living breathing thing within your organization where can you embed them into and are you creating a safe space for people to talk about their values and where they match up with an organization as well so that's an important dialogue to keep them alive in an organization our next episode of all things hr i'll be joined by michelle carpenter who is a wonderful and insightful expert on diversity and inclusion so our whole episode next next episode will be on the subject of diversity equity and inclusion so again please get in touch you can get me on my website allthingshr.org all the contact details are there i love hearing from people so keep your feedback keep your comments coming in and your requests uh, for certain episodes of all things HR also a big thank you and shout out to the series editor Kieran Hughes who continues to uh, make my ramblings make sense and make me sound good. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy this episode of All Things HR.